Welcome to the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast, hosted by me, Carolina Sopran. I'm a holistic health and nutrition coach, a Pilates instructor with a background in science, and a master's in medical radiations. I'm your stress buster chick, chatting all things stress, helping you, the modern woman, create more balance, calmness, and health in life. I used to be just like you, running on adrenaline, stressed 24 7, and a professional perfectionist in all aspects of life. Over the last couple of months, I have wanted to create a platform for stressed, stuck, and professional women just like you, empowering and nurturing you to live your most balanced life. I have learned and come up with some amazing tools to help bring more Zen into your everyday life. Enjoy. Hello, darlings, and welcome to episode six of the Too Blessed to Be Stressed podcast. Today's topic is all around personal organization for your health and well-being. But before we start, I would really like to say a big sorry that this podcast is a little bit late this week. It's been a very busy time for my partner and I. We're just trying to finalize all the last minute things for our wedding, even though our wedding is not till Feb. There's a lot of meetings, emails back and forth. Um, We've also had a lot of celebrations within our friendship group, babies, um, engagements, just loads of stuff going on. And last week, I didn't feel like I was in the headspace that I like to be in when I tape this podcast. And it's a headspace of calmness. Last week was definitely not calm. Um, But we're here now. So um, let's get started. I wanted to start this episode with one of my favorite organizing quotes. It says, for every minute spent organizing, an hour is earned. And this is so, so true. You'll be amazed um, how over a space of a week, if you do little bits to stay organized, how much time you actually have left over. Because organization is one of those things that you can use in so many areas of your life, uh, your work life, your relationship life, your home life, because I definitely wouldn't have been able to achieve all the things that I've achieved if I wasn't organized. One of the most organized but also stressful times of my life was when I was doing my master's. I was traveling a really long way to my intern year. I was doing three units on top of the clinical work and I was also publishing my mini thesis and I still somehow managed to have a social life and I look back on that time and I'm like I don't physically think I'd be able to replicate that time in my life again even though I am pretty organized Um, but it is so so important and it's important because it helps to decrease your daily stress and also the chronic chaos that can happen in your life because being unorganized um, definitely gives us a feeling of overwhelm and a bit of anxiety over all the things we have to do because at the end of the day, there'll never be enough time to finish your to-do list. There'll never be enough time to see everyone you want to see in an X amount of time. And I think sometimes we don't know where to begin and where that's where that anxiety and stress comes from. 
So staying organized will actually do the opposite because it will increase your productivity. It will definitely decrease your stress, but it will also help you sleep better because you won't be up at night worrying about all the things you have to do. So staying organized is key to better health and well-being. So what actually happens when you're unorganized? The biggest impact is actually on your brain. When you're living in chaos, your brain senses that something needs to change. If nothing changes when it comes to your lack of organization, then the brain stays in that state and it's really, really hard for your brain to come back to a relaxed state. And this is when your body suffers from imbalances, inflammation, and it can lead to, I guess, mental illnesses, but also physical illnesses. So let's dive into the ways in which you can organize yourself so that it has a positive effect on your health and well-being. One of my favorites is stop looking for stuff. I know we touched on this last week when we had Erin on the show, but everything should have its place, especially things that you use every day. Think of that rushed and frustrated feeling that you get when you're running from one side of the house to the other to find your keys, your wallet. How much time does that actually take and how much of that time is wasted? Whereas if you put those things back where they should, what I call live, um, then you're not going to spend that morning being frantic, running around, trying to find it. Um, The next thing is writing things down. I think we rely so much on our brain and our memory to remember everything. And we forget so much information when we're either in a rush or whether or if we're in a um, stress state. Um, The latest research um, conducted by neuroscientists estimates that our brain stores about 10 to 100 terabytes of um, stuff. Um, So that equivalents to 1 million megabytes. So that is astounding to me. Um, Our mind is just so amazing. And think of all the memories that it stores in your head. So all those things on your to-do list that you need to do for the day, that can go down on paper. Leave that storage space for the things that you've experienced, the beautiful memories that you've created um, during your lifetime. Break things down into smaller bits. I think a lot of our to-do lists, they're just There is loads of things on it. And if we can just look at breaking those things down, like I said earlier, I'm currently organizing a wedding. There's no way that I could book everything in one day. Um, You literally just need to prioritize what's the most important thing, what may take longer to plan. Um, And if you've got all that worked out, just do it in little bits and pieces. Um, And taking that time to do that is actually more enjoyable than rushing around thinking of in which order you're going to do things. Goal setting. This is my favorite because this is what I do with a lot of my coaching clients. Um, And with goal setting, it definitely helps keep people motivated and it helps them feel productive. I usually write goals for each month. So I'll have goals for each month, then three monthly, six monthly and 12 monthly goals. I use each week of 
I guess, so we've got four weeks in a month. So I use each week to write down little goals. So by the end of that month, I've achieved the monthly goal. I hope that makes sense. And whether it's work, fitness or health or relationship related, as long as you start small and you have one goal at a time, you'll be able to maintain it long term. I think a lot of people struggle because what they want to do is like a whole overhaul of their life. And if they got too many goals that they want to focus on, then you'll never be able to sustain just one of them. So um, focus on one thing at a time and make sure it's something that you can visualize every day. Um, I always say to people, a big part of your health and well-being relies on you. Um, Obviously, there are things that are unplanned that you can't actually control, but a lot of it you can actually control and you can definitely have a better impact, a more positive impact when it comes to health and well-being if you are organized and if you prioritize your health. Um, So that leads me into planning um, for the week, for the month, for the year ahead within reason you obviously still want to have some spontaneous living in your life Um, but planning is one of those things that um, you can definitely do to equip yourself to feel better about the things that are coming your way because sometimes when you look at something um, say a wedding for example you're like whoa we have so much to do but if you plan bit by bit when you need to do what it definitely takes a lot of the stress out of whatever you're planning. Um, The next thing is being able to say no. And by doing less, I guess you feel a little bit more like you're enjoying life, like your life is meaningful, like the time that you actually have not doing much, you're actually enjoying life rather than rushing everywhere. And most friends and family will understand if you explain to them why you can't see them, they should totally understand just like you would understand if they were feeling tired or they didn't have the energy to see you. Um, I think in our society, a lot of us are real yes women. We're just like, yes, 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 I'll do this, I'll do that. And then eventually what happens is that you're the person that suffers because you've been running around the whole time. You don't feel like you've got the energy for things that you actually enjoy doing. So being able to say no is, I think, a vital skill. And the next thing is organizing your life for the, for the better when it comes to your living, exercise and nutrition. Food is a big thing. Um, and one of the reasons I see women not eating well is because they just can't get organized with their meals. And it's so much easier if you could spend, I guess, maybe a Sunday. I usually do this stuff on a Sunday. A Sunday afternoon going to the market or the supermarket and getting all the ingredients that you need for the week. Um, And that will already save you about half an hour going to the supermarket each evening and I do this all the time Um, and then by the end of the week you've spent like nearly three hours just going to the supermarket whereas if you do it on one afternoon and even prepare your meals for the rest of the week you can freeze them um, 
that's what Tupperware is for. Um, we all use a lot of Tupperware, I find. Um, and even if you're making dinner one night, making an extra amount so that you can take it for lunch the next day. And that is so much easier than having to cook every single day or um, not having anything for lunch and then eating something that might not necessarily be good for you because you really should know what goes into your body. Um, And I think that's a big part why people struggle with their eating um, and I guess managing their weight because when we're hungry or we're not prepared, we go for something that's going to satisfy us at the time and that's not always the healthiest option. Next thing is workouts um, and sticking to your workouts. Most people that are fit have some sort of goal, some sort of plan um, in which they're going to achieve their goals. There are so many apps these days that you can use to keep up with your workouts. Even if you book those workouts a week in advance, you know that on a particular day, you do this type of class. On another day, you do another class. Um, and that's a really good way to, I guess, stay on top of stuff. If you are really struggling with exercise in general, either meet a friend or get a personal trainer so that you are kept accountable for, I guess, your fitness regime. And I don't think these days... Um, you need to fork out a massive amount of money in order to get a good personal trainer. I think a lot of them are fair, fairly reasonable. Um, I've only ever had a personal trainer when I was doing um, some weight training. I am really quite good at exercising and keeping on top of my fitness regime, but weights is probably the one thing that I least enjoy. So at that period of my life, I did get a trainer for it. There are people that can help you um, sort all this out. You don't have to do it alone. I think people sometimes think, oh, I just need I just have to do this on my own. You really don't have to. Um, And if you're struggling to find people, um, I know a lot of people that can help you when it comes to your health. So I hope you found this episode um, interesting and helpful. Please share it um, with your friends. Leave me a review um, if you've really enjoyed it. I really love um, doing these every week because um, I love adding value to people's lives and that is the reason why I decided to start the podcast. So if you've loved today's episode, please share it on Instagram. You guys can find me on Instagram under the name of at knowing her wellness and I will catch you next week. See you darlings and remember life is for living, not for stressing. You are too blessed to be stressed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have loved and enjoyed today's podcast, then please share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or would like to reach out, you can find me on Instagram at Knowing Her Wellness. See you soon for the next episode of Too Blessed to Be Stressed.